Pa pa pa! Welcome back to another episode of the most charismatic pack podcast. Oh, I'm watching the intro already. Just started, but anyway, welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. If you don't know, now you know I am the most charismatic man, and. I got to say, you know, 2023 has been a big year for the podcast, big journey for me. And, you know, as we wrap up 2023, enter the new year, you know, I want to do something different because I didn't get to do it for my 100th episode with I've done months ago. But we live in a society now with a lot of negativities around. A lot of ne- negativity is is put out in the public. A lot of people walk around with that. But I want to I want to end the year on a positive note, into the new year on a high note. So before we do that, though, let's look into 2023 and be grateful for what we have, which we often don't do. Tarek, you've mm. been on the podcast. You you know you know what time it is, but I'm going right. to let you go first, you know, because I, I talk a lot. What are you thinking <laughs> for? for 20... <laughs> Come on, we like for the <laughs> Shoot, I, I don't know, man. I think I talk a lot too, man. I don't know. I, I see me battle a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who get kicked off first. <laughs> oh man, 2023. Woo, man. Positive things that happened this year. Let's see. Well, I'm still alive. Thank God I'm still alive. Amen. I'm still, I'm still a handsome motherfucker. I'm still handsome. <laughs> all my teeth. I can see. I can I can taste. I can touch. I can feel. So yeah. I'm blessed that I'm able to do that thing because a lot of us can't, you know, see, walk, talk, eat, touch, feel. So I'm blessed that I have those things in my life. And I'm also blessed I have a beautiful family. I got a, I got a, uh, well, I have a 11 year old son that thinks he's grown as hell, but hey, that's for another <laughs> show. But yes. um, I'm blessed that I have him. I have a beautiful wife. You know what I'm saying? Things are looking good, you know, for the future. And hey, and I'm going to be grubbing. For, for Christmas and New Year's. So that's even better. <laughs> All right, yeah, same. I, I, can, I, can't, I can't complain, man. God has been good, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that last night, too. You know, this year has been, you know, I had his lows, you know, the, the strike and then, you know, lost a couple family members, you know, oh, the last couple it, months. No, it, it's, it's, it's all good. You know, it, it's definitely something that I use for inspiration. Right, and right. um, but you know, throughout all of that, you know, it's been a, a positive year. You know, I, I was able to do three interviews with three major magazines, websites up, the podcast is on IMDb, which I should say, if you have a minute or two, just go over there and leave a quick review because it helps not only me, but it helps the podcast and it helps the show. Um, you know, if you leave a one-star review, just know I'm gonna find you and we're gonna have some <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, but man. I, I gotta say though, you know, I, I do want to do, I do want to give a, a quick thank you, a shout out to everybody listening to this podcast because you know to see that it's so highly rated on Spotify. Which no, I want more people to continue doing. You know, definitely leave your your honest, true thoughts. Whether you hate my voice, you hate my guts, or you love everything about the show, um, definitely leave reviews, rate the show because it, it helps us expand, it helps us grow, and that helps yeah. us reach new heights. Right. Uh, but you know, it, it's been it's been a good year. I wasn't able to hit everything, especially in the acting side. 
what I wanted to do. But you know what? 2024 is going to be the bounce back year. You know, strike is over. Entertainment is moving on up. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited for the new year. Um, So with that being said, let me let me stop being humble. Let let me get back to the most charismatic persona here. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hear that, man. (laughs) So I want to have a little fun. We're going to talk about comedy. We're going to talk about trash talk in this episode because mm. something recently happened. Matt Rife, we, we actually did a, a episode on him recently, but he went trending, as you pointed out to me, off camera um, when we was yeah. talking. Matt Rife, I want to talk about trash talking and, and combat sports because something recently happened in the UFC that mm. st- sparked the whole conversation on trash talk. Before we get to Matt Rife, because we already did him, um, let, let's, let's jump into UFC and, and trash talk because I'm a big UFC, uh, fan. You know, mm-hmm. I study MMA, I study martial arts myself okay. and, um, it's something, you know, you're a comedian, I'm an actor. We both do podcasts. We both have our own brands and show. We know entertainment, right? Right. And one of the things I mentioned, negativity is spreading around this world, right? Mm. The entertainment is all about the eyeballs. It's all about trash talking. And we've seen this this year. With um, uh, Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis, you know Dylan Dennis making mm. me about his fiance and her right. past history to sell fights. We've heard you know fighters and, and people in the combat sports from using other their opponents' families, um, tragedies to, to sell fights and build up hype for the pay per view. Mm. Before I get into all the meat and potatoes of it, what do you think about trash talk and entertainment? Do you think that? Um, um, you as a comedian who you know a lot of comedians usually blur that line, you know, when they when they doing the show, do you mm. trash talk uh should have limits and uh people should be shouldn't be crossing boundaries when it comes to promoting fights and, and stuff of that nature? Well, with sports and sales, so I'm not gonna down it, I'm not gonna talk about you know that part when it comes when it comes to sports, it's needed. That's the how you sell sell tickets. If if if, he, if you're not if you're not being charismatic and, dr- and dramatic and, and and overacting, nobody wants to see it. You're right. gonna have to trash talk. You have to you know make a fake, fake fight with each other. Whatever it is you do for us to go get in the seats and want to watch the fight. And so Amen. I'm all for that. Now the trash talk with comedy, I don't. That's that's not my style. But if you feel the need to go out there and trash talk your audience, audience and all that. If that's what you are, then that's what you are. Right. But I'm not the type. If anything, I'm gonna bash myself on stage. <laughs> <laughs> because I got some funny shit in my life that I've done. So I want to talk about my shit, make you laugh, and be like, damn, I did some shit like that myself. So yeah, I want to yeah. bash myself and make you think about your past. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I think I think it's needed in sports, man. Most definitely. In sports, most definitely is needed. Yeah, you know, a lot of – I'll get into some examples why I want to talk about it. So, you know, the reason why I brought it up – and I've talked about trash talking in, in combat sports, Conor McGregor, Chael Sonnen, mm. the top names in, in, in the UFC MMA, are guys, you know, who had great performances in the ring but were more known for their outspoken, brash personalities. Mm. And, you know, Conor McGregor, I know when I was in college when he fought Khabib Nurmagomedov, he crossed that line for some people. Uh, talking about uh, Habib, who's Muslim, talking about his religion, talking about his father, talking about his family. Um, and 
that fight broke records. I mean, I think right. it's the highest selling um, uh, event in Madison Square Garden. Um, and everybody, I, that was the first time in New York City, everybody was actually united for the first time because everybody's watching that fight. But recently uh-huh. what happened was, so I, I'll get into the reason why I want to talk about this. So recently for USC 296, I, I might be botching the actual number, but it was a uh, USC welterweight champion Leon Edwards taking on Kobe Covington. And mm-hmm. part before they, they have the fights on Saturdays, on Thursday they have a, a major press conference for the fight. Right. Kobe Covington is known for, for making uh, a character persona and, you know, being the heel. So during the press conference, he's trash talking because, you know, I love Leon, but he's not exactly a very outspoken personality, which when you're a champion and you're headlining a card, it's it's needed. People want to see that that entertainment. So right. Kobe Covington, you know, he comes out in, uh, I think, George Washington uh, uh, outfit, full American uh, thing. And he tells Leon Edwards that I'm going to send you to the seventh layer of hell where you can meet your father who passed away. Who was murdered when Leon was young? Leon got upset. He threw water bottles. The MMA press were all over Colby. Uh, mm-hmm. Sparked a huge debate on on Twitter when it comes to trash talking. And that specific instance, do you think when people start bringing up people's dead relatives, dead family members, uh, children and stuff, do you think that's crossing the line, or do you think when it comes to uh, trash talk, all is fair and and, and war? Well. <clears throat> Let me put it like this. You know, we was we were children, right? You know, we we didn't take we we wouldn't take that too kindly as children. Yeah. Like, oh, you call, you said about my mother, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as a grown man, as as we mature and you know we age, we need to understand that this is petty. You know what I'm saying? It's petty. I'm I'm not at the point I'm gonna sit up here argue about you calling my mama a B or whatever. You don't know my mama. I don't know your mama either, but guess what? If you want to say my mom is that, yours is the same. Okay, great. Next. <laughs> <laughs> We're grown people. You know what I'm saying? We're grown. We we know better. I know you don't know my mama. Why am I getting mad at you for? I'm not. But if you think that's it, okay. Your mom is that, your daddy that, your sister that. That's it. Right. I, I mean, if you want to sit, if you want to sit there and be and be a child and, and say stupid, childish stuff, but I know you don't know my mom. <laughs> Who could forget? So Who I don't got the classic. Say what you want. Yeah. Say what you want. And if I know you know, if you if I know you do know my mama, then I might have to beat you. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you know my mama. <laughs> Who could forget the classic your mama jokes? Who who could forget you? Well, actually, you remember that MTV show with uh, I think it was a woman Valderrama, your mama. It's like a TV oh, show, right? Yeah, that was ahead of his time. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah. Back in the day, and children, man, we wouldn't we wouldn't allow nobody to say nothing about our mama. Nah, nah. Like, you get beat after school, <laughs> or during school. It don't it don't matter, but you get beat. <laughs> you definitely catch something. It's not a cold. <laughs> yes, yeah. You are going to catch something, and it ain't no cold. That's right. But you know, it, this is a conversation that I want to talk to you because you're, you're a comedian. And, you know, like I said, in that line of work, you often blend, blend uh, the lines a little bit. But when it comes to trash talking, this is a conversation that's going to keep happening. 
But one of the reasons why I asked you, so recently a lot of uh, MMA media has been asking this question to not only to, to other reporters, other media members, but to the, to, the, to the fans and to the athletes. Should there be penalties? Should there be some type of uh, um, legislation over trash talk? Meaning, all right, if you go on this press conference, you talk about somebody's wife, uh, you deserve, uh, you know, a fine of five thousand um, dollars. You know, if you say anything about somebody's religion or whatever, uh, you know, you need to be held accountable in that regard. Now, you'll see, uh, President Dana White has openly said that he's not going to stop. He's not going to limit people's right to free speech. So, if people want to go out and trash talk, by all means, go sell a fight. Just know. You know, in the instance of Kobe Covington and Jorge Masvidal last year, that some people might take it to the streets. Um, but with that being said, though, I think the biggest problem with this, it's not really a problem with trash talk, but mm. it's because of the fans, right? You know, I was too young at the time for this, but, like, when, you know, in the early days of the UFC, uh, when John Jones was the youngest champion, you had a bunch of big names in, in, in UFC. Mm. It was more about the performance aspect than it was about the entertainment aspect. But as we go into 2024, fighting, don't get me wrong, is still the job, but it's sports entertainment now. And I right. think a lot of people miss that part. Um, and I think one of the biggest pet peeves I have is, and I'm sure a lot of fans have this, you know, and I've said this before, a lot of fighters don't understand it's sports entertainment. So you have to sell a fight, especially when you're champion. You get pay-per-view yeah. points. You're the main attraction of the card. You have to sell these fights, right? And mm-hmm. one of the things I hate the most is when I see, when I watch these post-fight, uh, these these press conferences of fight. You know, reporters be like, "Hey, uh, I'm just throwing out a name. Hey, uh, Peter Yan. Um, you know, you you have a banger of a fight. You know, against this opponent on Saturday. Um, what do you think? What What are you looking forward to uh, with this opponent? What do you think is going to happen on Saturday night? Right? Typically. Yeah, right. A lot of these fighters like to go up there and say, yeah, you know, thanks for the question. Um, yeah, the fight is going to be interesting. You know, I, I had a hard <laughs> training camp. Um, you know, I, I, I drilled MMA. You know, I, I worked on my kickboxing, my footwork. But, right. you know, ultimately, I, I, I think it's going to be an entertaining fight. Just tune in for Saturday night. You'll see. And and don't get me wrong. You know, I, I appreciate that response. But if you're All not right. a household name. <laughs> Come on, pay per views are ninety dollars now. Come oh, on, right. you know, uh, I'm, I'm saying to myself, this is gonna be a bore fight. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not a big UFC fan, but I'm a big boxer fan, and boxing is is just as lit as UFC. So, yeah, yeah, I, I love boxing, and, and boxing. It's actually funny you mention that because I've been watching. Um, I watched the the press conference with Deontay Wilder, Joshua, uh, Joseph Parker, yeah, uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, and that one dude, uh, I, I'm forgetting. I was just watching. He he did uh, him and yeah, him. <laughs> that dude, <laughs> my man, killing he's it over there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's selling a hot that damn mess. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, and it's crazy because even like I, I I was just watching a segment with him. Apparently, him and Anthony Joshua had a run in. I I think it was the hotel, but he right. he was pressing Anthony Joshua trash talking and people. The media and a lot of fans are like, yo, you are no name. You are nobody. How dare you step to him and do that? But then you also see the other side of people saying, yo, he's selling the fight. And he's not exactly. even the main attraction of the card. He's the premium right. fighter. 
but he's the one out there cashing the headlines and stuff. And and, yeah. and that's what I want people to understand is when it comes to sports entertainment, you'll see a sports entertainment and people who say they don't like trash talk. Let's be real. They say they don't like that, but they love Conor McGregor and they love what he does and he loves when he trolls people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I, I think it's a hypocritical thing, right? Because people say, I don't, I don't want you talking about people's wives and children and stuff, but they have their favorite celebrity fighters who openly do that all the time. Right. I, you know, my people's religions and wives right. and children, and they, they right. eat it up. But when certain other people do it, it's a, it's a problem. I mean, look at WWE. The, the, you know, look at that. They trash talk all the time on WWE. I mean, if they didn't, you think WWE would be great? No. Right. <laughs> Come no. on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Why do we watch Hulk Hogan back in the day and Macho Man Randy Savage? Because they talk trash to each other. And it's like, that's going to be a good fight. Exactly. Yeah. You, you need trash talk to make the audience buy the tickets. Nobody wants to see a bunch of guys saying, oh, man, you're a great, great fighter. You're, you're, you're going to be a legend in the future. I want to hear all that. Yeah. I want to hear go beat your... <laughs> That's what we want to hear. I'm like, yes. I want to see you beat... <laughs> hey, I yo, the Attitude Era, right? Come on. I, that was before my time. But, I mean, I watch the highlights all the time of Stone Cold, The, uh, the, uh, the Rock, um, yes. some of the other names back there. Yo, they were crazy back then, but you... Know, it never got. I mean, don't get me wrong. WWE still wildly popular, but the attitude right. ever was the pinnacle because it was no holds bar. People was wilding. Yes, it was. You know, it, yeah. It, and I think I think we we moved away from that a little bit. I think now I think and that's why a lot of people are tuning into UFC MMA because they do get some of that that risky behavior that that people right. fell in love with when they was kids. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you because some people. Criticized Dana White for openly saying he's not going to stop fighters. He's not going to limit free speech, which we see in other sports. You know, NBA, you're not allowed to say a lot of things. NFL, right. same thing. But Dana White is like, I'm, uh, hey, I'm leaving it to your own devices. And some people say, well, you, that's a lax approach. You know, why are you letting your fighters do that? But I think a lot of people really need to understand when you limit free speech, like with comedy, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. If you limit the amount of material someone can do and what they can say on stage, you're going to get a boring card. You're going to get a boring comedy show. You're going to get boring entertainment. Yes. And some people like that, don't get me wrong, but the masses, the people who are actually going to buy the click, uh, hit right. the click button and tune in, they want to see the trash talk. They right. want to see um, you know, people push those boundaries. And like right. I said, Chael Sonnen is a guy. I love Chael Sonnen, but I don't know if you know him, but he's really yeah, I heard of him. He made some. He made some headlines. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I mean that that dude is more known for his trash talk than his fighting. I say that with respect. But he was the first person that really showed you can be a, a decent fighter, but make a lot more money and make more headlines when you're trash talking. Because his fight promotion to this day is still I I kind of rate him above Conor McGregor. Mostly because he was very witty and quick. He was a comedian with it, and he didn't right. really talk about people's families and, and right. stuff like that. He he cursed. Conor McGregor, as we as we know, the biggest UFC star of all time. He does that often, you know, and people get him no flack. Although I have, I will say to be fair, in recent years he has been catching flack for uh, mentioning people's uh, 
wives and children and, right. and mocking people's masculinity you know <laughs> but 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 again when when you're people say they don't like it and this is what i say if you want things to change if you don't like the trash hole don't hit the buy button don't watch why because it's a little contradicting for the people uh, you know the top brass right when they see, right. see people say oh he went too far but then there's breaking records it's sellouts uh people buying that alarming rate <clears throat> it, i mean you know what, what are we doing here right i mean if you want to go see a boy sport go watch golf <laughs> <laughs> you don't see golf the trash talk so if you want to see a board a board event go watch golf man sorry, Asia, if y'all like golf i'm sorry i apologize but it is very boring. No, nah, it is boring. I, I yeah, yeah. I, if, that, you, if you try to fall back to sleep, <laughs> who needs melatonin when you got golf? <laughs> oh no, man. I, I'm like, dude, people pay thousands and thousands of dollars to play golf. I'm like, for what? Yeah. Hell no. I can find something else better to do with my time. <laughs> and my money. Jeez, man. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'll say this. I think I, I, I've tried to watch it. I'm not a huge fan. I know a lot I of tried my too, buddies. But it didn't work out well. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I, I'll pass. I think I think golf is. I think it has its fan base because it, it, it's a quiet sport. It's still. Don't get me wrong. I've I've done top golf and I've tried my hand in miniature golf. I haven't played right. the actual long drive, long range golf yet. But it does take a lot of skill. I was actually surprised when I started doing it. It actually takes a lot more skill than you think. You know, yeah, I'll give them that. Well, other than that. It is boring. Yeah, I, I, nah. I, I, I like my track. Athletic. I'm just saying it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't taking nothing from the athlete, athletic golfers. I'm just saying the sport is not very entertaining. It's and not. It. And if I mean, anybody disagrees, you know maybe y'all play like some rap music during during you play some Chief Keith. <laughs> Something, you need something to, to bring me to the like. Oh, okay, I like that song. Hit that, hit that golf ball. <laughs> something. Other than that, it's so boring, man. I'm like, golly, y'all sit here and watch this all day. <laughs> yeah, I. Hey, this different strokes are different folks. No pun intended. Right. It's, I feel like it's, it's a gentleman's sport. It's for <clears throat> gentlemen. I mean, I'm a gentleman too, but I'm not that. I'm not that at that level yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of gentlemen sports, I actually, as you was talking, I was thinking about this. I didn't talk about this yet. Draymond oh, Green. And, and, and gentle women. I'm sorry. Gentlemen and gentle and women sport. Sorry. Absolutely. Sorry, let, 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 yeah. Correct yourself. I ain't, I ain't sexist. <laughs> 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 That's why I told you women. All right. Look, y'all, y'all are golfers too. All right. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't judge. But speaking of gentlemen sports, Draymond Green. And gentlewomen. And gentlewomen. My bad, my bad. Gentlewomen. <laughs> Draymond Green. Draymond Green. I wasn't going to talk about it, but as you was talking, hey, you might I thought about up. this. Draymond Green, as we talk about entertainment, Draymond Green is a, a, a character in the NBA known for he his. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. But that was before my time, and. He's not my flavor, and uh, no, you know, all shout out to him. But uh, I, you know, you won't be seeing me looking up Dennis Rodman. <laughs> this ain't 1980s. Um, but Draymond Green has been reaching headlines because of his antics on the court. 
and I right. know the NBA definitely suspended him. Mm. Um, I see a lot of people um, against him. A lot of people don't like Draymond Green's antics. They don't like what he does on the court. Mm. And it, a lot of people feel like the NBA really needs to take charge and actually do something about it because he keeps doing it. Now, mm. he's indef- he's he's suspended indefinitely. Right. But NBA terms, he could probably come back next week after the New Year's. You know, he, you know, use that Good. time to st- spend with family. But when it comes to Draymond Green, an athlete to play rough or play dirty, um, how, how do you feel about Draymond Green and his situation? What do you think about that? Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I wish the NBA was more like it was back in the day when, you know, players would clothesline yeah. you, trash <laughs> talk you, punch you in your face. <laughs> Two-stone power drive I you. Like that. I like the old school, man. It, it's just... Why can't men just be men? Why can't we just get in each other's face, talk trash, you know, bump each other in the chest? I mean, yeah. nobody get really hurt. I mean, Draymond's not really hurting anybody. He ain't putting nobody in the hospital. He's just, he's just Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond, yeah. He just, he's just doing what Draymond do. But I like it. It, it reminds me of the old school days. You know what I mean? The bad boys, the, uh, the Detroit Pistons. You had Isaiah yeah. Thomas, Joe Dumas, Bill Lambert, Dennis Rodman. Those players, those were some rough dudes. Like it was like street ball. You come in a hole, you gonna get clothesline. <laughs> Little JBL. Like that. That was exciting. If they put that type of ball back, I bet you the NBA numbers will go skyrocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Skyrocket. Bring back street ball to the NBA and watch your ratings go up. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. Hey, I love Draymond Green. I like his game. I do. He is a hustler. He likes to rebound. He likes to get dirty. He likes to be in the paint. He He's a bad dude. Matter of fact, Draymond Green is actually better than Draymond because Draymond can shoot. I will give him, yeah, I will give him credit he for that. Shoot, I, I like pass. watching him. Yes, yeah. he's actually a better version of Draymond. Some of y'all might be like, how do you? How dare you say that? Cause stats show it. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Stats don't lie. <laughs> I, to be fair, I'm a little biased. I didn't grow up watching Dennis Rodman. I do know of him, uh, but I will say I, I, I was think, a huge fan. I think the athletics, at, from an athletic standpoint, the the the, the, the NBA is way better. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody like likes guess, Michael yes. Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, yes. Don't get me wrong. I still hold Michael Jordan and Kobe at the highest. Mm-hmm. But centers can shoot. Uh, power forwards back then, they were slow. You see, like, Giannis. Right. My man can run up and down the court. He's athletic. He's agile. You've seen a lot of big men who can actually move and are quick on their feet. And right. it's very skilled. But mm-hmm. I will agree. I For me, I stopped watching NBA, I would say – at the height of Kobe's uh, dominance, because one, it got too soft for me, and I think you know mm. I hate watching the game. You know, you pounds bouncing it back and forth, and someone take a little tap on the arm, foul. I'm like, come right. on, man, exactly. On yep. my, pa- I'll tell you this, like you said, it was a, it was a uh, it was like a, a you know a street uh, basketball game. I, yes. I watch basketball game. I go to Lifetime on in Hudson Yards in Times Square, right? And mm. my brother and my cousin, they they play. It's called Ultimate Hoops, New York City, mm. part of Lifetime. 
very no Carmelo Anthony, his son, um, Kanye West has been there. A lot of celebrities come in and, and play for this. But it's really a streetball thing. You know, you come in there, you know, people a little rough, people play a little dirty. Now, you're not punching people in the head like Draymond is, but um, (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's entertaining. Like, I always record it because it's entertaining. It's back and forth. People actually play, you know, people not sensitive. Mm -hmm. I think, unfortunately, NBA has gotten very PG, and I think they lost some of that that risky appeal. Now, do do I need to see someone... Do a, a stone cold stunner? Not really, but you know, come on, you like you said, grown men like these people when they thirty. You telling me they can't take a little tap on the shoulder when they go for right. a layup? You know, it got very soft. But I will say this. Okay, did you want to say something? Oh no, go ahead, brother. You good? Uh uh-uh. uh I, I, I was gonna, the only thing is because I agree with you. I do think the NBA got soft. The only thing for Draymond for me, I I just because of the. The, who he's doing it against? It's like John Jones, you know, picking on uh, um, a tennis player. It's like, mm. I mean, Draymond, you a big dude, you know, you you he's hitting people he know ain't gonna fight back for the most part, and dudes are there just you know to play. So right. you know, Draymond is being. Don't get me wrong. If he did it to me, you know, I you know I, I know a couple things. He catch an apple side <laughs> the nose, but. <laughs> I'm not in the NBA, so uh, and I like Draymond, but I, I do think his antics are. It, it kind of reminds me of certain uh, NHL players who do do this, where when the, when the ref is not looking or uh, when they're in the heat of the action, they'll do a little dirty move, a stick checking someone in, in the nuts, right. or you know, taking an elbow when they uh, up against the boards, and people love it. You know, I know right. people love it because it's entertaining, but I do think. For the health of the players, when because I watched that uh highlight, the last one when he was, uh, I think he was defending against somebody and he turned around and you know back slapped them in the face, right? You know, I know I'm not calling the dude he hit soft or anything, but you know, that's not what you're there for. You're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars, you take an unnecessary hits to the face like that, even if it, I mean, I wouldn't complain, but I also know when you're making that type of money. You can't be off the court too long. You know, you got to make your money. And I think Draymond, unfortunately, he's been doing it for a long time. And I think yeah, it's time yeah. for him. Because you know, he he keeps doing it. And it's going to get to the point, where, like I said before, with, with Jorge Masvidal and Kobe Covington. Somebody, he's going to do it to the wrong person. You know, we don't have yeah. uh, Metal World Peace anymore. But imagine someone like him. <laughs> he would take him to the street. <laughs> yeah, I remember when he got in the audience started being people t- Malice in the palace. <laughs> right. So, I remember very well. I do. Yeah. I, to be, you know what's crazy? I didn't even know about Malice in the palace until, let me see. I found out about it uh, four months ago. I was watching mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club, and um, um, I think it was um, John Terry. I, I'm forgetting the basketball player name. He, he, he goes on there a lot. And he was talking about it. I looked it up, and because I was like, well, four or five years old when that thing happened, right? And yeah, I mean, back then, yeah, NBA plays a while, you know, they they would gladly take it to the street. And that's right. my thing with Draymond <laughs> is some dudes don't play, you know. So like a, if he did that to John Morant, guarantee he's catching a bullet. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I should <laughs> I should say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, John. But yeah, you 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 opened yourself up for that one. 
You did it to yourself, Playboy. <laughs> you opened yourself up for that one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, John, John Ash is back, man. He played his first game back from his gun suspension. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked he look like he, he looked he look in shape. He looked like he ready, though. He looked ready. He looked ready. So, hope he learned his lesson. Hope, I, I hope, hope so, too. he learned his lesson. Because next time, you're probably going to be gone for good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's lucky people believe in him because, uh, you know, we do live in a society where it's easy to get canceled. You and will get canceled. For the longest, <laughs> they, they were trying to cancel. I, I You know, a lot of people, uh, Shannon Sharp, a lot of people was trying to get him uh, heavily uh, sentenced for his actions. But he's a young guy. I think he, he just needs to clean his circle and clean right, the, the right. people he's with. You know, because at the end of the day, when you're making that type of money, do you want to go from that to flipping cheeseburgers? And I'm not making the joke on you know, I mean, fast food work. I don't know, man. These but, athletes uh, have been acting crazy, man. Crazy. Like, dude, you got tons of money. Why you want to be a thug for? Why? Yeah. I. It's because of the music, man. It's They listen to all these artists. Yeah. It's I like yo, music. stay in your lane, man. But I, I say this: I made that joke on the last time. I was like, "Why? Why you don't get to rap music?" It's because that that's that's not my lane. And John Moran, I think he's just a young dude, impressionable. Mm. You know, it's easy. To, like I, I said this before, I think it's easy for a lot of older people to judge him. But right. you know, I was I was twenty three, uh, four or five years ago. I know what it's like to to be young and stupid, especially when you throw. 25 50 million on top of that, yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Some stupid you're gonna, be, you're gonna be real so. stupid, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I give, I give the young brother pass, I do, but you got to be careful how many times you act stupid, yeah. You don't get that many chances, especially today. Back in the day, you could act stupid all day, every day, but today, mm-mm. no, no, they, 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 they're not you, playing, you only, get, you only get three strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes only one. It depends on who you are. Yeah, depends on the color of the skin too. Oh, I ain't talking. <laughs> Shout out I to Jonathan Major. Hey, hey, he went there though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I'm just a messenger. You know, I, I'm just the hey, host. Man. Yeah. Hey, sometimes the message has to be said. <laughs> exactly. God. No, I'm not, no. I'm. I, I'll shut up. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being humble right now. <laughs> hey, hey, look, you're just being honest, brother. That's what we're here to do, be honest. <laughs> Talking about being honest, let me ask you about Zion Williams because uh, I, I, I don't really follow NBA, I, I'll be honest, ever since Kobe passed. I, I, I'll watch a couple of highlights here and there, but I don't really right. watch it. I don't really watch it but, either, but I watch the highlights, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's come to my attention that Zion Williams, outside of his personal life shenanigans, um, apparently he's being criticized by the Pelicans and the NBA because he isn't taking his training seriously. And I know a lot of people were saying that they watched his recent game, um, and he looked slow out of shape. And this has right. been a criticism for, for his whole entire NBA career. Mm. What do you think about him? Like, cause he's another young, I think Zion is almost yeah, about the same age. Guy too, yeah. What, what do you, what do you think about him? Like, what do you think about his choices of apparently he's being criticized for not having a proper diet, not taking care of himself, not showing up in shape, 
Uh, how do you feel about Zion Williams? I would say this: the young, the young brother living his life. You know what I'm saying? He's living his life. Eventually, he'll kill. He'll catch on. Eventually, all of us have a time where we got to catch on. Man. But us sitting there talking about you fat, you out of shape, you disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a whole bunch of players back in the day that were fat and out of shape and disgusting. Yeah. A lot. And and they eventually learned how to their body grew into their weight. And eventually they were great players. Let that man let that hold on. When he was in college, he was fat. Yeah. What do you expect? Nobody said, oh my God, Zion, you're so fat in college. You need to go on diet. <laughs> fat so shaming, man. Fat shaming. The dude was tearing it up in college. And yeah. he still turned it up now. Yeah, he's going to have an off night. Everybody has an off night. But when the boy is playing, the boy is the is the is dynamic. You can't yeah. take nothing for it. The boy is a beast. Let the brother grow. Let him grow. You try yeah. to make the man damn 40 before he turns 40. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how it works. Let the you boy know? grow. Let him grow. He he will know eventually when he's to put the cheeseburgers down. He will know. He'll feel exactly. it. like, hey, hold up. This, this burger don't feel right. He'll <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. Until then, let the boy grow. He's still a young man. Same thing with John Morant. Let the brother grow. He's going to grow out of his, his gun addiction. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's going to grow out of it, okay? He's going to grow out of it. He likes to, you know, guns and, you know, uh, rap music. He'll eventually turn over and listen to uh, uh, opera, okay? Give him time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I agree with you. And But, you know, the problem is when you're in the team sport and you're the star player of that team, there's going to be a lot more uh, eyeballs, a lot more pressure. And especially yeah. when you consider this people who's been in the NBA longer than he's been alive. And he makes way more money than they do. So they're looking at it like, right. yo, exactly. we've seen the Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think Zion, I think, you know, like I said, I think people forget. These are young kids. Now, granted, when you're making this type of money, and I said this before. I know LeBron came out and he was talking about how much he spends on his his personal well-being, right, yeah. his fitness. I think he mm-hmm. spends like a million dollars, which to him is like a dollar. But right. LeBron probably only started doing that when he was a little older. He matured. and mm-hmm. His kids got older. He had to start taking himself. Go. Right. When you're 23, you know, when you're in your 20s, a lot of people don't think about that. They're thinking about having fun, living in the moment. They're not thinking right. about, I got to eat a salad instead of this cheeseburger. Now, granted, I'm a, you know, because of how I view myself in the, in the business I'm in, I'm like, I, I got to stay ready. I got to stay in shape. Now, I know it takes a while to get to that point. But ultimately, I will say, though, he needs to, he really needs to, because if the Pelicans decide to drop him, um, don't get me wrong, he would probably get picked up to another he team, but if, somebody else. <laughs> you know, but I will say though, he'll get picked up, but that money might not be as high. So yeah, he might it, it comes at this point now. Like I said, when you're like if you're in the UFC or MMA, when you're a one-person man outside of your team, um, you know, your, your coaching staff and whatever. You're a one-man show. So if you want to show up to a fight or whatever out of shape, you know, that, that's your prerogative. But when you have right. a whole team that's relying on you to do your part, 
I'd be a little pissed too if I, you know, the star athlete of the team is showing up out of shape, missing practices, you know, right. everybody else is, you know, trying to take care of themselves. And you making a lot. I mean, we're not talking about the college diet here. You know, when you're in college, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of eating a right. bunch of ramen and mac and cheese. Bro, you making, you know, you know 50. Why was talking about that, brother? I, would, I honestly think when, you know what I'm saying, when you're a young player coming out of college, I think these guys need mentors. I agree. I agree. Yes, they need mentorship. Some of these guys are coming into the league, haven't seen that much, haven't seen that much money ever in their life, so they're blowing it real quick. Yep, they don't know how to, they don't they don't know how to get NBA shape. They don't, so they need a mentor to show them how to get NBA shape, how to budget their money, all that stuff. Because eventually, look, your career's gonna be over soon. Who knows? Yeah. You, your career will be over the, 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 your first year. Look at Derrick Rose, and I love Derrick Rose, but. Yes, yeah. yes, but I, hey, he's still hooping. Hey, we ain't taking away. Hey, Derek, Derek, no, no, Derek Rose is still hooping. <laughs> <laughs> he's still hooping, but look at all the injuries he sustained and how much yeah, time he had he, to take. He's learned how to adapt. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now he shoots the ball. You know what I'm saying? Now he passes the ball instead of trying to dunk on you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it's crazy because, like, even though we're talking about trash talk. You do see trash talk when it comes to the media and other sports, NBA. They be trash talking these people, and I agree with you. I think a lot of these kids, again, I think people who are, you know, 40s or 50s or 60s criticizing them don't realize, look, when you take a kid who probably came from, well, most likely came from nothing, went right. to a public school, you know, probably didn't mm -hmm. grow up in the best circumstances, and became a, a, a national headline player of a college, and he was right. still eating ramen noodles and stuff. Yeah, if you give the average person, let alone uh, a college student, but you give an average person 50, 75 million, a lot of people are going to blow the money doing stupid uh, stuff. They're going to go at, crazy. You know, <laughs> look at, look, no, no disrespect to the, the lot of one, look at a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> come on. It's like, but Zion, definitely put down the cheeseburger. I know I say this, you know, if you're eating the cheeseburger or whatever, enjoy, but Zion, maybe it's time to. Put one cheeseburger down at least. Eat a salad. You know, I'm not fat shaming you at all. I'm just saying, you know, do you want to lose that opportunity? You know, when you're making that kind of money, it's hey, hard to. Or you can get a job being a uh, doing commercial for Burger King. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it can still pay off. You can go from being a basketball player to being a model for Burger King. Oh. <laughs> Hey, just give me an original uh, chicken sandwich. I'm you, good. You, you look, look, Zion. You can have it your way. Ah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> man. Sorry, Zion. If you see this, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> hey, Zion. If you listen to this, it's all Terrence's fault. I'm innocent. All this. I'm, I'm just the host, man. I'm, I'm just trying to do a job here, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. I, I don't know nothing. But I love that brother's game, man. He's a talented brother, man. No, nah, he definitely man. is. Wish the you best know, I, people just need to learn how to give other people grace. Because I, I say this all the time. People will judge other people for mistakes they've done and or, you know, for mistakes that they've never been able to do because they're not in the same situation. That's why, for me, yeah. I don't talk down. I don't trash talk other – well, certain people. But I don't trash talk people because it's easy to look at Zion and say, you know, get your big self in the gym. But, you know, you also don't know what it's like to go from, you know, a, a college student, you know, to being in the top industry, uh, top basketball organization in the world, making all this money, right. a star of the team. So 
you know, right. shout out to him. Hopefully, young, yeah, it's a lot of expectations, man. It's a lot, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people forget that they think, oh, you make a hundred million while you complain. Well, <laughs> uh, Come no, on. I don't know the act. I don't. <laughs> I'm just coming in the damn NBA and you give me a hundred million dollars? No, I don't know how to act. <laughs> I do not. How am I supposed to act? Tell me. Because I don't have a mentor. <laughs> Man, I'm showing up to church in a Rolls Royce. That nah, nah, nah. I'm like, right. <laughs> and, a, and a full Prada suit. <laughs> with the Gucci with, flip flops. With gold chains. my name on it. <laughs> I don't know how to act, damn it. Look, I'm Zaya. Hey, I don't hey. know how to act. So who's going to tell me how to act? But I'm a I'm a, a, tw- a 19, 20 year old dude come out of college, coming in the league with a bunch of grown ass men with 150 fucking million dollars. Come up with that. I'm saying I'm I'm going to act the idiot. At 19, 20 years old, coming in the league with a bunch of grown men with 100, 150 million, 200 million dollars. I'm going to act a damn idiot. Yeah. And who's gonna t- yeah. who's gonna tell me how to act? Nobody's gonna tell me. My mama ain't with me. I'm grown. At this point, I'm <laughs> grown. True. At this point, I'm grown, and I'm coming in the league thinking I'm hot shit because I'm the number one pick. Right. <laughs> you hey. can't tell me nothing, but get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> Until a legend comes to me and says, "Son, look, let me let me mentor you." Like, okay, I'm Zion Williamson. I come in the league, and Matt Johnson says, "Hey, son, I'm a mentor," and I'm gonna listen. Yep. Magic Johnson wants to uh, wants to mentor me. I'm going to listen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know about Magic. No, <laughs> hey, hey, see, hey, don't don't hold, don't hold him for his pants. <laughs> hey, I, Magic, we love you, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. Just don't sweat on me. Serious no. show. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, don't sweat on me. That's all, oh, man. Oh man. <laughs> I still love you, Magic. You know, we, we all make mistakes. It, we all do, brother. We all make mistakes. We do. No, that was a big one. No. <laughs> hey, nah. hey, look, but guess I'm what? He cashed in on it, though. He cashed oh, in yeah. on it. He cashed, and he's still cashing in on it. Think about that. Your mistake, you got you got cashed in on your mistake, your big-ass mistake that made you probably, which probably gave you more money than the NBA did. That's true. Think about that one. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. I'm not even gonna say you're wrong. Crazy you are tale, but... right. <laughs> Who would have well, thought? Making a thing like that to cash in too. <laughs> <laughs> what do I sign up? <laughs> oh fuck that! I died. I, I, I pass. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, next I'll pass it. I'll collect and go. <laughs> Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry. This, this... it's all terrible. This is a comedy about... show. Yeah, technically, that is a comedy podcast. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, like... you know what? Some of these jokes might get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to cancel the fresh, fresh air. <laughs> the Prince of Fresh Air is now serving frappuccinos at Starbucks. <laughs> oh shit! Right. Yeah, they cancel both of their channels. Hey, you cancel both of them. They ain't no, they ain't funny. 
Hey, I, I'm I'm just a humble young man who, oh, who's just trying man. to. Uh... But yeah, but yeah, I'm saying, man, these these young brothers need mentors, man. They don't know what to do with themselves, mm-hmm. man. I wouldn't know what to do it myself. I, yeah, I, I agree. I probably would just like damn John Morant and Zion Williamson, Ian Burks and Flash of Guns. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who Is he, knows? Like I said, you won't know until you in that situation your damn self. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, you 100%. And I said that too. It's yeah. easy to judge other people when until you you're not in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, you know, that's why for me, I don't criticize because a lot of people don't live their lives in front of the camera. So it's easy to say, oh, look at this guy. You're doing it too. You're just not in front of the camera where everybody right. sees you. So, you know, right. I, I hope they get their act together again. They're young. They're going to get older and they're going to mature. And they're gonna realize, hey, I gotta stop acting, you know, doing these exactly making give these. Give, give them time, give them time, give Man. them time. I mean, Scotty Pippen did come in the league scoring 20, 30 points a game. He, he had to mature in his game. Yeah, Kobe, yeah, cool. Michael, they ain't come right. in like that. Give you know? some of these guys time to mature and develop. Give them time. That's all I'm saying. Give them time. Yeah, don't bash yeah, them. You know, give the brother time. Like Definitely. Tupac said. I see no changes. All right, that's all I know. But uh, I try. <laughs> oh, I man. try. Hey, hey, that's all, that's all we can do, brothers. Try. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. man. You know, Terry. It. We could talk all day. You know, we. I, I, I know. I, we, we could, brother. We could. <laughs> You'll be back. We'll, we'll have more discussions on it. Um, you know. Oh yeah. But, we, look, we can we can we can get real spicy with it. We can talk about anything you want. I'm all open for anything. I'm open for any discussion you want. I don't care. I'm open. I'm open. You want, you want, you want to talk like about a, politics? You want to talk about society? You ooh. want to talk about white supremacy? You want to talk about whatever we're talking about? I'm open. Ah. Couple of those things. Uh uh-uh. uh. I <laughs> nah, uh. I used to nah. I'm staying away from it. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh shit! Nope. <laughs> Look, Mm-mm. hey, I, I, I give a comical. I ain't gotta be all serious with it. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But, but, like you, like we were saying earlier, somebody's gonna feel slighted, and that's the thing. I used to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Look, people get slighted all the time just for me being me. Like, why you hating me for being me being me? Why? Because I, I enjoy my life because I, I'm happy all the time. You hate me because I smile? What? Yeah. I'll tell you this. I never said this. But I remember this was early on when the podcast was still growing. But I was I was still with my man. I was still with my same manager, agent at the mm-hmm. time. And <laughs> someone listened to the podcast, I guess. And they DM'd me on Facebook. And it was like, uh... <laughs> Hey, so, you know, I, I heard you say this. I'm not a fan. Um, I, why did you say this? And I, I, I'm speaking, you know, I'm going back and forth with this person. Right. Next thing you know, last thing I got from him was, oh, I see that your, your agency uh, is in your bio. I'm going to send them an email and I'm going to reach out to them and let them know how much of a, uh, a political, I forgot what term they used, but some type of, you know, offensive word. Um, And we're going to email them and tell them that what what you're doing. And it's like, I didn't even say anything bad. You know, I'm neutral. I'm like Switzerland. I don't know nothing. I didn't say nothing. The person I was talking to said it. Yeah. But I got to be bashed because of it. 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, now I'm at that point where, you know, truth be told, I was, I was talking to a buddy about this a couple of days ago. It comes to a point now, and I'm sure a lot of people who's been watching, you know, shout out to everybody who's been a fan since day one. But I'm sure they've seen the change in the format. And the reason why I did that is at this point now with a manager and agent, I'm going out for, for the bigger stuff and, you know, being able to see some cool things. I know that if I want to speak on certain topics, I got to do it very, very, very carefully. And even then, somebody right, right. is going to hate and they're going to start trouble. Even even you're not responding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you don't to respond to hate. So you had no response? Uh, no. <laughs> People get mad with the stupidest shit. Like, ma'am, I didn't want to say nothing because I knew if I said something, one of you two would get upset. So I yeah. said nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now, and you can't even I, say nothing. They're stupid bashing you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't. I will talk about that stuff, but only I will leave it more to, like, let's say, like you wanted to come on and talk about it, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I agree with you because I know at the end of the day, people, and it's sad that we have to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I know like even in comedy now, it, all forms of entertainment has that restriction now. Now some okay. people, Dave Chappelle, for instance, they can work their way through it, but even him, he he gets roasted, not roasted, but. He gets slammed all the time for it. Yeah. So yeah. And it's yeah. and it's unfortunate that we can't even like have a civilized, you know, debate on politics. And I've tried to do that with certain just people. Anything. We can't even you we know. can't even talk about, you know, what what damn fried chicken the best. I like Popeyes. You like churches. No, churches better. What? No, yeah. no, Popeyes. No churches. And we arguing over little dumb stuff. Yeah. I don't care if you like churches. I don't care if you do, you don't you don't think Popeyes is great. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, I, we arguing over dumb stuff, man. Back in the day, we could we could we have an arc, we get we could have a talk, argue, and that's it. But now you want to you want to talk, argue, and cancel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess, man. I I hope and pray that things turn around because I'm scared to see what the future holds when it comes to shit like this. I'm scared yeah. to see what it's gonna look like, but I but I'll pray for change, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do this because I don't know if me and brother gonna get back together, you know, b- before next year. 2024. Let's pray all together that things get better. Some mm-hmm. of us got children. Understand, we got children. I've got a 11 year old son that I don't even know how to tell him how to approach a woman because I know women are not knowing how to accept a man approaching them that they don't like. So my son approached you, and you don't like my son, and you want to get him for harassment. Mm-hmm. Let's pray for things to get better. You cannot stop the way things used to operate. Men shouldn't be scared to ask you out on a date. Men shouldn't be scared to take you out on a date. Men shouldn't be scared to have a nice romantic night with you and wonder if, oh, did she enjoy herself? Because she didn't, she's going to say, I heard her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's bad for us men with sons. 
ladies, I'm I'm telling you right now, y'all are winning. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not. Y'all are winning. I speak for me. I speak for myself, and my son. Y'all are winning. There is no us two movement. Men don't have a us two movement. We can't go and say, oh, she did this to me or she did that to me. We get laughed at. But you don't think men get taken advantage of? I'm just saying, we canceling, we lying, we stealing, we aring, we doing a lot of stuff. And it's making it hard for us men, us young men. My, well, I'm married now. I ain't got to worry about the streets no more. But my son, he's about to hit the streets. We need to pray for things to change for next year, starting next year, because we can't wait to pray. I pray every day. That's my that's my only weapon is my prayer. That's it. Yeah. I I I, I, I said my piece, ladies and gentlemen. We need to pray for change. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, I know you said you're married, but you don't want to be like T.J. Holmes. No, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. <laughs> I, I will. I will not be like T.J. Holmes. <laughs> now, I might dress up like a Halloween. Oh, unreal. <laughs> no, but you, you, you know what? You are hundred percent right. I always try to instill positivity because, like I said, we live in. You know, twenty twenty three has been a. Uh, Especially the last quarter has been a very uh slog part of the year, a lot of negativity. And I, I want people, like you said, into the new year. Let, let's let's try to bring that spirit up. Let's try to get that positive energy yeah, back please, and let's ladies, let's please. try to get some change because the way how society is going now is not it's only gonna get worse and it's gonna get worse faster than we know it. And, hey, it. all you can do is pray, all I could do is win. That's all I'm trying to do. There you go, brother. Hey, you got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't wake up looking this good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, brother, look. Ladies and gentlemen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for supporting my brother's channel, The Prince of Fresh Chair. Hey, this, this dude is a good dude. Very good dude. I met him not that long. You, you might think, damn, these, these guys must have known each other a long time. No, we didn't. We just clicked real wow. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting me and my channel. I appreciate y'all so much. I love y'all. Be safe these holidays. Like I said before, let's pray for change. Protect your children. Protect your marriages. Protect your relationships. Because if you don't, somebody will take it from you. There are people that want that what you have. Mm -hmm. And go in any means to get it. Your Amen. children, yourself, your relationship, your job. Protect your job too. Don't be out here thinking you get a better job. Oh, I can do better. It ain't always green on. Uh, it ain't always green side. on the other side. Amen. Amen. And like I said, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much, brother. Close it out for us. Oh man, Ter you close it out for me. I don't gotta say nothing. Hey, I can't but it's your show, man. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, to be fair though, I just got a call from Zendaya, so I'm about to bounce up out of here. Uh, oh, but like you said. <laughs> <laughs> also got Rihanna on speed dial, so you know, hey, you got to get, get on that one. Hey, don't exactly. Let that go. <laughs> you know what time it is, right? <laughs> but Tarek, oh. man, it's it's always a pleasure to have you on. We always have great conversation, like you said. I I didn't even want to say anything after you said it because you said it perfectly. Let's go mm -hmm. into the new year with a, a, a positive mindset, a different mindset. Let's aim for 
you know, like Tupac said, change. And like I always say, I hope a hand, it's a better hand. Happy holidays, happy new year. Welcome to 2024. And let's keep on rocking and rolling. Thank you, Tarek. Appreciate you, brother.